serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Tuesday. This portion of the program is brought to you by Parker and Sons Plumbing Electrical, two-time winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. All right. So, joining the program, you know, uh, Gatos, very rarely do we get anybody who gets to join the program that is on the cover of Time Magazine because, well, most people stay away from us. Uh, Not today, though. Running for Secretary of State, Adrian Fontes joins the program. Hey, guys. Hey, Adrian, how are you? Uh, thanks for joining us on the show. we got a lot to talk about. All right, so the first thing I want to hit you with, Chad will ask you about Time Magazine uh, in a second, but, you know, one of the reasons we wanted to bring you on today, um, you're running for Secretary of State. The person running against you is a Republican, Mark Fincham. I wanted to get your take on this. Fincham says it was impossible for Joe Biden to have won Arizona because, and here's what he basically said, I here's the quote. I can't find anyone who admit they voted for Joe Biden. So what he's saying is, I don't know anybody personally who voted for Joe Biden. So obviously he couldn't have won. What is your response to a candidate that says something so insane like that? You know, normally uh, human beings develop object permanence somewhere between 24 and 30 months. And just because you play peekaboo with a kid, when you cover your eyes, you disappear and Mm. they think you've completely disappeared. You don't exist anymore. And then when you show them your eyes again, you're there. He's suffering from object permanence just because he personally doesn't see it doesn't mean it doesn't happen. It's insanity, abject insanity for him to say something like that. Frankly, all of Arizona ought to be embarrassed by it. But alas, here he is. He is uh, he is the person that is taking you on, and it's much closer than I think a lot of people thought it, it might be. Uh, how does that make you feel? I mean, I think we sit back and you hear somebody come up and is running to be Secretary of State and saying, "Hey, you know what? I've never met anybody that's ever voted for a Democrat or or, or you know Biden or anything." So uh, you know, I, they must not exist. So it's a fantasy. How does that make you feel when you sit there and go, "Are we really doing this right now?" Well, look, I mean, it's obvious that I think he was either exaggerating or just being foolish or he's never been to Tucson. But the bottom line is this. We we can't just be foolish and, and silly about these things. This is a serious position. It's a heartbeat away from the governor's office. And for him to say stuff like that when he wants to be the chief election officer in the state, it's embarrassing. I mean, we remember Evan Meekum. We remember... The 1070s, we remember when these kinds of embarrassments drove business away from Arizona, uh, made people across the country laugh at Arizona. And and here he is, you know, standing in a long line of of embarrassments. And and it's just it's terrible. It's terrible for business. And that's the real problem. Moreover, I, I think those of us a little bit more inside the bubble pay more attention. I think now people are starting to see uh, what he really stands for. So we're 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 intending to widen our lead here as people get to know both of us better. Uh, and I and I think at the end of it, uh, he will find himself back in Kalamazoo. I, I hope. Adrian Fontes is joining us, Secretary of State candidate on the Democratic side. So if so, you said you know you were you in some polls you were winning. We saw a poll yesterday. Uh, Trafalgar, Mark Fincham is leading you by four or five points. What is happening in Arizona where people are looking at him and saying, "Yeah, that's a that's stand up guy. I can vote for that guy." 
Well, you know, you got to consider the source. Uh, this is a guy who will keep telling you that Joe Biden didn't win Arizona and there was fraud in the 2020 election. Everybody knows that that's garbage. Uh, I don't know this polling firm. I've actually never heard of it uh, before okay. these numbers were reported. So who knows how really dependable they are. I don't know how much Mark Fincham paid for these numbers. Um, but when we run our numbers, uh, we use some very reputable uh, polling firms and uh, we're using real facts and real data. And, and we know that, uh, you, you know, he's he's prone to uh, a certain level of uh, he's prone to a certain lack of credibility. So if he's using these folks uh, and he's pushing these numbers, I, I have serious doubts about them. And I think most serious people um, will we'll see through this um, I, I, again. Who knows, right? This is just political theater from his side. We need to make sure that Arizona is represented by people who take it seriously, because there's a lot of people that have a vested interest in the reputation of Arizona, uh, in knowing that we've got solid people uh, who believe in data and the truth running our government. We can disagree on policy sometimes. That's okay. But we cannot have conspiracy theories and nonsense running things. And, and, and the worst part about it is this guy wants to kill vote by mail. I mean, for God's sakes, 85% of our voters vote by mail, and he wants to force everyone to stand in line. Um, I, I want folks to vote the way they want to vote, and he wants, you know, Mark Fincham wants to force you to stand in line. That's a real problem. Hey, Adrian, let's speak to that for a second. Let's just say, give people a look out there for uh, the vote by, not mail, but by in-person body showing up. What does that look like? How long would that actually take to get that done? The hand count, the whole nine yards, uh, you know, just throw it out there. Give us a, a rough idea. Well, um, Stephen Richard, the Maricopa County recorder who succeeded me in office, has already done, I, I think, somewhat of an analysis, at least an extrapolation on the numbers. It's going to be really, really expensive, and it's going to take a really, really long time. Uh, I don't know what the specifics are, but it's outrageous to think that, A, you're going to force people to stand in line on the exact same day. That means everybody. Uh, you're going to force people not to have the option to vote by mail. Uh, so, you know, just where are we going to put all the polling sites? Right. We've, we've had a slow but sure reduction in the number of polling places across Maricopa County because so many people vote by mail. And some of our precincts have several thousand voters in them. Um, and, 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 and there's a lot of precincts, particularly in Maricopa County, where you only have one polling place for two or three precincts and now vote centers because of the size of the vote by mail population. So now we're going to have to scramble around, find literally hundreds and hundreds across the state, possibly thousands more polling places, all of the people, all of the security, all of the material, everything. And it's going to cost so much more money when we have something that's uh, already convenient. It's secure. It's economical. Heck, one of the biggest ballot by mail proponents in, in Arizona history was Helen Purcell, my, 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 my predecessor in office, the old County recorder and her, ballot by mail system was one that we we improved a little bit on but it's essentially you know mostly the same right now and and voters love it so why does mark fincham want to force you to stand in line why does he want to kill your ballot by mail i just don't get it we put in a phone call to mark fincham he did not call us back um adrian fontes is running against mark fincham uh for secretary of state did you hear he was in california last weekend with one of those uh q conspiracy theorists who spent years uh, saying that Sandy Hook never happened, uh, that it was a false flag, that 9-11 was an inside job. This is one of the guys that he's hanging out with. 
Yeah, he's also hanging out with uh, disgraced uh, Michael Flynn, uh, who admitted to lying. Uh, he was under oath when he admitted to lying and then got pardoned. He's hanging around with Steve Bannon, who's calling for a civil war. Uh, and, and he repeats a lot of this stuff. He's hanging around with anti-Semites. He believes in the violent overthrow of our government. He was at the insurrection on January 6th, where police officers ended up dying because of the actions of the crowd. I mean, this is a dangerous fellow, you know. And when you guys say Republican nominee Mark Fincham, he doesn't represent all Republicans. I've got a whole slew of Republicans and independents who are supporting my campaign because they know that he is an extremist. They know that he's way out there on the fringe. He's all about the conspiracy theories. And, you know, this guy's like this guy's like the John Birch Society and Flat Earthers on like super steroids. I mean, it's, it's really scary and it's dangerous for Arizona's economy. It's dangerous because we've got things like our tourism industry. Uh, it, we've got things like our, bus- our basic business industry, education, law, sciences. Uh, all of these things depend on having a reasonable, rational government. Um, and, and he doesn't represent that. And he hangs around with people. You know, it's like the old saying, right? Dime con quien eres y te digo quien eres. Tell me who you're with and I'll tell you who you are. Um, and, and that's who he is. And, and, you know, I'm not going to criticize him for going out of state. However, I will let you know, I have spent plenty of time out of state, uh, because this is a national race. And unfortunately we don't have completely public funded, uh, elections. So we've got to raise money. So I'm going to be fair on that one, right? Let's just call balls and strikes like we should, but it's the people he's hanging out with when he's out of state. That's the scary part. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Adrian Fontes, uh, appreciate you coming on. I know you're very busy what, with your you know, your big fashion shoots in the front of Time magazine and all that stuff. Uh, but you took time out for peons. And the good news is you didn't cuss today, so that's always a win. Well, li- listen, I-, I-, I love the way they put me on uh, the cover of Time magazine. I feel like Iron Man and the Avengers kind of thing. It was a little reminiscent of that. It was, it's weird, though. I have to tell you, wake up Tuesday on the cover of Time magazine. Very weird. That's pretty that's, weird. That's a win, Thanks, man. man. Thanks so much, brother. All right. Great afternoon, right. guys. Bye-bye. Adrian Fontes, Secretary of State candidate. He is a Democrat. We did put in a phone call to Mark Fincham, as we've done before, and he has not called us back. Uh, but he's not the only one. Katie Hobbs is still hiding. Hiding Hobbs. We're trying to get her on. Maybe calling her that will make her less likely to come on, but I think it's fair to say that's a pretty fair nickname. Uh, speaking of coming on at 4 o'clock, Blake Masters is a Republican. He's got no problem coming on the show. He's a candidate for U.S. Senate. Uh, we're going to you know, grill him, have a little fun. He's going to join us at 4 o'clock for Midterm Mayhem. Mayhem. All right. More of Gatos and Chat Show coming up. The Gatos Big Q Poll Question. Brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. All right. You go to KTAR.com. Take the Q. It's on the right side of the page. Blake Masters will join us uh, today at 4.05 during uh, Midterm Mayhem. So I ask, uh, which candidate are you voting for, Blake Masters or Mark Kelly? Uh, 55% say Blake Masters, 45% say Mark Kelly. Then you ever look at uh, a poll that has been done by the pros, I don't know, it's pretty close. Yeah. Uh, maybe a couple points here and there. I really don't know what to think of this race because, uh, I mean, we know who Mark Kelly is and uh, what we're going to get from Mark Kelly I don't think we know who Blake Masters no. is. I don't think we really, you know, I, I know he's married. He's got uh, two or three kids. And, you know, he, he but, but you know, is he, he's not really a politician. But uh, eh, do we really know that? Well, I hope to learn more at 405 because we got about 
you know, 50 days until we go and vote. But I think he's still one of these guys out there that are like, yeah, I don't know who Blake Masters is. I just know he's, I guess Trump wanted him to be uh, the Senate uh, candidate, and that's kind of what happened. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, again, I, I, you, you watch the, the uh, let's be real, the, the Mark Kelly ads have been very effective, uh, I think, with Blake Masters using his own words against him, and I think it's been very effective. Uh, but people can change. Some of those are a little bit older, some of them a little bit newer. Uh, if, you, if you believe something on a Monday, but you change it based on the audience on a, on a Wednesday, mm. uh, that's a different thing. It's, you know, as a comic, you may change it up a little bit here and there based on the audience, but you shouldn't do that as a politician. So are you talking about his website? Yeah, well, not only the website, but, you know, you've heard stories about, you know, one day he's, he's you know, he's for, uh, you know, full ban of abortions, period, case closed, end of story. Then the next, like, it's uh, maybe not that, you know, you go and look and he has said some things when he's given speeches where it seems to contradict the now. And it's not like it's several years ago where you can change. Well, I know the big thing is he said, I'm 100% pro-life, and that was on his website, and then it changed. As soon as he won uh, the primary and went into the general, he really did switch up his website. He really did soften a lot of his stances there, and, you know, I mean, he did that to try. He knows how to, I mean, he knows he knows that the independents are, are going to uh, uh, probably, you know, decide this election, and he decided you know him and his handlers let's go and let's you know we're going to make a few changes i don't know if it, it's not like he's going 180 in a different direction no. but he's just saw it doesn't say uh yes i'm 100 percent pro life it doesn't say that anymore it's much more softened and uh, you know that's something that that we'll probably ask him about but you can go to ktar.com check out the poll uh and i'm on the mike broomhead show at 850 to debut uh the big q so masters will join us at 405 during midterm mayhem. Uh, coming up next, Becky Lynn's got the 3.30 newscast. We're going to hold up her headlines next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Uh, that is us. Again, uh, Blake Masters coming up at the top of the hour. Uh, joining us now, she is definitely the legal analyst and, and the expert to the stars, being Gatos and I. Uh, Monica Lindstrom joins the program. And Monica, are we ever going to find out what law that we're supposed to follow when it comes to abortion choice in this state? Yes, we will. I just can't tell you when, but I think it's going to be uh, a, a number of months still before we actually have some real clarity on this. What is the law now? <laughs> I wish I could answer that right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, we don't really know because let's go back through the options, right? So there was a law that came from the early 1900s, pre-Arizona pre statehood, that said no abortion at all except for an emergency to save a mom's life, right? Yeah. And then we had, um, that was put on hold in 1973 with Roe v. Wade. Now, um Fast forward to March, so what, six months ago, uh, Doug Ducey signed the law that was passed by the legislature that said no abortions after 15 weeks, um, except for in the case of an emergency, which is the mother's life. And then uh, the Supreme Court struck down Roe v. Wade. So then we're wondering, okay, is it the pre-Arizona state law 
Is it the 15 week law or is there no law? What is it? So right now I can't give you an answer. Well, Pima County judge could rule today regarding abortions in Arizona. So if an injunction stays in place, what, the 15 week abortion ban would go into effect on Saturday? That's correct, because it is scheduled to go into effect on the 24th. But what's interesting about that, Gatos, is that that law says that it doesn't overturn the pre-Arizona state law, the one that's been around since the 1900s, early 1900s, late 1800s. It doesn't overrule that. So even that in of itself is confusing. I don't understand anything you just said. So essentially, that still takes precedent over the 15-week one, right? Well, yes. Well, wait a minute. Which the the, the early the law, the, the nineteen oh one law, right now it's on hold, so it doesn't take precedent right now because it's on hold. But the fifteen week law gives precedence to the nineteen hundred law. So I ca- I can't even give you a for sure answer. I know that's really frustrating, but. You know, allegedly on the 24th, if this judge doesn't make a decision, the 15-week law goes into effect, but we don't really know what that means. So the 15-week law would go into effect if there's no decision. If there, What, what, could, what decision could he roll out with that would surprise you? Because quite frankly, I think we're all confused at this moment in time uh, that you would go, oh, okay, because I think what everybody really wants at this point is just some clarity. Yeah, they do. And the decision by the judge, whatever way it is, it's not going to surprise me because we already know there's only two options. The judge can lift the injunction, which would put the 1901 law back into effect, and that would override the 15-week law. Or the judge can say, no, the injunction stays in place. And if that's true, then the 15-week law comes into effect. But... Either side is going to appeal. So that's why I said we're not going to have any clarity for a while because it's going to be appealed. It's going to go to the Court of Appeals, and then it's going to go to the Arizona Supreme Court. And that's where it'll stop. This is crazy. I know. I mean, it's, this I know. is something that, you know, is very important. You got to figure, We've got to figure this out one way or the other, and we're all just stuck here in limbo. I mean, I, Monica, you explain things better than anybody I've ever met. I have no idea what we just talked about. And, and I know. I, it's very difficult to, it's a 1901 law. Well, what was that one? Isn't there one from 18-something? Well, I don't know what that well, one that, was. But then the you got a 15-week one. one, and what's the 15-week? Yeah. And then if, he, if there's an injunction, and I, I'm listening to this, and I'm like, you know, I, I, don't, I don't even, I think I'm more confused think about now it. than I was. Think about it this way. There's really only two laws right now. The okay. really, really, really old law that says no abortions at all except for in the case of an emergency and then the 15-week law. Those are the two that we have right now, but I can't tell you which one is going to be in effect on the 24th. Okay, so let's walk it forward. There's Both sides can appeal. Uh, What's the next step of the appeal? How long? I mean, are we going to be talking about this in the middle of next year after 55 appeals? And is it heading to the same place that, as many people says, caused this mess, which is the Supreme Court? It's not going to go to the Supreme Court of the United States because it's a state issue. The Supreme Court of the United States has already decided that it's the states that have to make the decision for the state. So it'll stop at the Arizona Supreme Court, at least 
that's my understanding right now. So we could be talking about it next year, but I think the Arizona Supreme Court will look at this and go, you know what, this is really super important. We need a decision for our state. Arizona isn't unlike any other state in the union. I mean, every state is going through this, right? So I think our Supreme Court would step up and try to make a decision quickly. But with the elections in November, that even though judges aren't supposed to be swayed by elections or anything like that, um, we might not get a decision to the beginning of the year. All right, Monica, thanks for joining us. All right, bye, guys. Why don't we just put this on the ballot in 2024 and let us decide? You know, uh, Forget the judges, forget the politicians, just let us figure out what we want. How about that? Yeah. You know, I mean, we've talked about it, you know, in the way that you go about doing that, where you put, uh, do you want abortion to be legal? Yes or no. Do you want it to be 15 weeks or less? Do you want it to be second trimester or less? Do you want it to be up until birth? Give people the chance. If they say no, then none of the other stuff matters. If they say yes, then guess what? Whatever the, the highest vote getter of the other three would be, would be where we go. And then we just move on with our lives at that point. He's got to tell us. I mean, the guessing game is is ridiculous. I mean, you know, I I, I don't know what's going to happen with the judge today. And if it does happen, I don't even, you know, you better explain it in a way that people are going to understand it. Because this is 1901. Is it is it 15 weeks? I have no idea. Hey, I guess what, Gatos? I see him. He's here. All right, yeah, Blake Masters is going to join us, U.S. Uh, uh, Arizona uh, uh, candidate for Senate. We're going to ask him a whole bunch of stuff. We're going to try and get to know this guy. He's running against Mark Kelly. So midterm mayhem is next. Blake Masters with us. Stick around.